welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, <laughs> your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you could call me Shibble. And I'm Ethan Sereski, and I pick up my axe and fight like a farmer, you know what I mean, Shibble? I don't. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. I want to thank all of our Patreon subscribers for tuning in a little bit early, getting that premium early access. Oh, through uh, through uh, Uncle Monster 6 on Patreon, right? Yes, that is the place where you can get early access and lots of great fun bonus episodes. But if you're listening on the main feed, we appreciate you too. We're so happy for you tuning in. And uh, why don't you hit them up with the premise of the show for any of our lunacy? Well... New listeners. What did you say the first time? I said Lou Nisners. That was a classic <laughs> Spoonerism. That's uh, that's actually uh, my alias, Lou Nisners. Yeah, that that is what they call you on the streets. That's uh, your next rap name. Yeah, Lou Nisners, salesman. He's, he's got that fire. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of bars, doesn't he? Uh, he sure does. Like always on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, uh, me this week, has done. Ex- Extensive research on a goose, a goose, a ghost, Boy, we are... a ghost, a ghoul, a goblin, a demon, something like that. And this week, it is Siren Head. Siren Head. And of course, the other one of us, Shibble this week, has done absolutely no research and knows mm. nothing about this monster, Siren Head, and will play the audience surrogate asking the questions that are burning into your little hearts that you want to know. It's very exciting. I love not doing work and being stupid. <laughs> you could be a Supreme Court justice. Wah, 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 wah. Topical. <laughs> Did you want me? <laughs> no, I want America. Oh, okay. I thought you want me. You kind of want me. It's all right. I deserved it. That was a little bit over the top. Uh, what I'd like to do is start out in an entirely new way that we've never done before. Oh my god, what a surprise. Yes, I would like to... I'm lying. I would I would like to start the same way as always. I would like to ask you, Shibble. Okay. When I say Siren Head, which is the monster of the week, Siren Head. Yes, Siren Head. When I say One it's, word or two? Uh, two words. Okay. Although it's, it's, you know, they go back and forth with it, but I prefer two words, so we're going to go with two words. All right. That's canon, baby. It. That's canon. Uh, if you're out there on the Siren Head Council, <laughs> let us know if you agree with us that it should be Siren Head. Okay, so when I say Siren Head, and you, of course, knowing nothing about this, what do you picture in your mind's eye? What is this Siren Head, Shibble, to you? A goose. <laughs> No, he's not a goose. Although that would be a funny name for a goose. Siren Head uh, the Goose? Yeah. yeah Remember Uncle... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Remember the monkey called Uncle Fat we talked about? Yes, who could forget Uncle Fat? Was he the one that chain-smoked? He chain-smoked and he, and he, and he would like uh, yell at um, tourists until they gave him food. Yeah, he sounds. he's really living the dream. Yeah. Uh, but my, I think Siren Head... Yeah is what I want to call uh, have you heard of these tulpa I think is the term yeah I, I actually have is that like Freddy Krueger's a tulpa right 
Yeah, sort of like a manifestation of anxieties. Freddy Krueger is arguably a ghost or a demon, but he also could be considered a tulpa. No, I'm saying in Wes Craven's new nightmare, he's a tulpa. In the new nightmare, yes, he's he's a tulpa. Or, well, his origins are mysterious. Uh, but, like, he's sort of a creation of uh, mass anxiety. We're living in a stage of constant panic. And uh, alarms, sirens going off, siren head is our constant state of alarm, our constant terrorist threat level yellow that we live in forever. He is, uh, our anxieties made into a beast that terrorizes us in the night. I like that. That's not a bad theory. Thank you. I hope that it's not right because that would be weird. No, it's, it's, it's not, it's not right. Um, it's on the right track. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. You don't have any more guesses? Do you, what does it look like? Uh, he, it looks like, uh, imagine, uh, one of those police sirens with a flashing red light. <laughs> uh, but, uh, he's dressed, uh, that's his head. And the body is basically Slenderman. Cause I feel like he's contemporary and I feel like all contemporary monsters are just going to be Slenderman. So they, they all just have tentacles, but this so this is no just, tentacles, but very long and lean, and maybe like very long fingers. Why is long and lean so in these days? When I when I happen to have gained weight recently, I mean, you know, these things come in cycles. Rubenesque will be back before you know it. But for women, Rubenesque is in. It's true. Men are just around the corner. What we need is just for everyone to be uh, unable to afford to feed themselves. What we need is for me... a sign of affluence. We need for me to be the new Lizzo. I need to really be body positive and become a celebrity. And yeah, the, the first step is you believing in yourself and loving your own body. Right. No, the first step is becoming a celebrity like Lizzo and then, then becoming body positive. Well, I don't, I don't think Lizzo could have made it to where she is if she did not already love her body and believe in herself. Well, that's a very sweet sentiment. Now, it's true. Sybil, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what Siren Head is. In fact, I'm going to tell you exactly what Siren Head is, but I'm not going to just tell you. I'm not going to just say what it is. That's too easy. How do you learn best, Sybil? What would be the best way to explain this? It's it's certainly not by stating things clearly and concisely. Right, no, that's never working. I, I never retain that. What I need is I need to be drawn in, in a form of some sort of, so you need to be groomed. groomed. Yeah, I need, I need you to take me to the metaphorical drag show that is your <laughs> narrative fiction. Okay, so usually we do narrative fiction. Oh, shit. Okay, we're not doing narrative fiction this week, Sybil. Are you sure? Because you just told me a second ago that I wasn't going to have to come up with my own guess, and then I did. I know. Fool me once, shame on me. It's a story, except it's in a different format. Okay, so this time it's not... Is it going to be epic poetry? Are we doing it is that one again? 30... It is called Siren Head. 30 Haikus. Okay. Okay. I love... The haiku is a classic. The restrictions... Or what give it its beauty. 575, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure, because that's what yeah. I went with. Yeah, otherwise, boy, we'd be in a rough situation. If I went 757, well, I could call it inverse haikus, and that would be yeah, cool, we too. Would. Yeah, but no, the traditional haiku format, I believe, is 575. So let me regale you with a tale of Siren Head, 30 haikus. <clears throat> 
Should we do a haiku time? Yes. It's haiku time. It's haiku time. It's haiku time with Uncle Monster. Monster! Haiku time. It's haiku time. It's haiku time with Uncle Monster. Haiku time! Siren Head. 30 haikus. Shibble loves Anna. They go on a fun day trip. Where to? The graveyard. Shibble gets the car. Anna packs a picnic basket. It has tang and fruit roll-ups. On the way they stop. Shibble goes to the doctor. He donates stem cells. Shibs and Anna leave. Off to the cemetery. Oh, this will be fun. The pair heard a tale. Something weird at the graveyard. Something from the void. Oh, it's just a joke. Nothing really scary here, except Shib's mustache. Quite soon they arrive, and they set up their picnic. The tang is quite good. Shib makes a comment. If astronauts can drink this, good enough for me. It's true. Anna looks at graves. The old ones are quite pretty. Shibble takes lovely pictures. Suddenly it came. It appeared out of nowhere. Been there all along? A giant lamppost, probably 40 feet tall. Whew. Sirens on the top. Shibs was embarrassed. Nothing to be afraid of. Just a giant lamp. Anna's not convinced. She trains her camera on it. She takes some more pics. Whoa, sounds start blaring. Straight from the giant lamppost. Like old broadcast sounds. The sound scares Shibble. Anna continues snapping. Then, then it happens. Shibble's mother's voice. It comes from the post. It asks him to come closer. Mommy? Shibble asks. Yes, it is me, your mommy, the huge thing replies. Mommy, I love you. Shibble starts walking to it. Anna grabs his arm. Honey, it's not her. Look, Muffin Face, look closely. Shibble takes a look. It is not a lamp. It's a huge snarling creature, imitating Mom. And that's not a lamp. Those are sirens on its head. It projects voices. The two back away. The siren head broadcasts more. Ugh, children's voices. Mm. Now it's time to run. Anna and Shibble take off. But look behind you. The creature has moved. It's taken off after you. Surprisingly fast. It's your friend Ethan. I want to make a podcast. Come podcast with me. You are not Ethan, Shibble yells and jumps in the car. Anna floors the gas. As they reach the road, the monster's a step behind. Our heroes escaped. They leave quite shaken. They return to their abode with adopted cats. They don't discuss it. They would prefer to forget meeting Siren Head. That is the end, but please don't ever forget... Don't come when mom calls. Wow, you nailed it. How you about that? Yeah, 
And I liked that Siren Head did a great job imitating you, imitating me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you're telling me that this is a uh, classic imitator. Oh, yes. A good mimic. A good mimic, yep. And it will sometimes appear in the form of a 40-foot-tall lamppost? Always. Oh, oh, it's always a 40-foot-tall lamppost. Or, or, or a 40-foot-tall siren head. Okay. A 40-foot-tall post with a siren on top of it. Right. I, let but, me, uh, let, let's go into it. Yeah. Why don't we just go, yeah. well, let's just jump right in. Like, like a pool. Yes. Like I a pool. To jump right in like a ball pit. <laughs> ball pits are disgusting and they have snakes. They have snakes? Well, that, on Snope says they don't, but I think they do. There's probably one where every ball has at least one snake in it. And <laughs> if you break open any of the balls, you get killed by a snake. Like a prize. Yeah. Um, Siren Head, who is sometimes called Lamp Head, mm, which confusing. is not as catchy, uh, is a hostile cryptid and urban legend hailing from the Void. Okay. The Void, originally. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about what sex is like in the void. Yeah, it's really hot. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's worse places than the void to have sex, like um, your parents' bedroom. Yeah. Where uh, where else? What's worse? uh, A preschool? Seder dinner. Seder dinner, yeah. That would, I don't think I could pull it off. Um, Sitting on your grandma's toilet. Uh, a stage in front of your uh, parents. <laughs> Depends. If it was Sophia Vergara, I could pull it off. I don't know. I I think my mom would find it very upsetting. Could you have sex upset. with Sophia Vergara in front of your parents? Could you perform? I think. Uh, I think they would get really upset that I was cheating on my wife. No, if <laughs> Anna, if Anna was cool with it. Okay, if Anna was like, I want you to have sex with Sophia Vergara in front of your mom and dad. Oh, Sable, give it to me in front of your parents. <laughs> Honestly, and I'm already nervous just because my parents, there's still some tension between them. So, yeah, I'm going to say no. I, I don't think I could pull it off. You think they would argue about other stuff while you were having sex on stage? I think they would argue about me having sex. He's I, doing a good job! <laughs> He could put his back into it more. Uh, Siren Head is a tall, emaciated being with a pair of sirens where a head would normally go. Okay. They're capable of emitting various noises, both natural and man-made, including sirens, radio broadcasts, white noise, and mimicked human and animal uh, sounds. White noise would be nice when you're getting ready for bed. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't say it wasn't useful uh, as a cryptid. No, Siren Head can play a valuable service to our society by letting us all know that it's bedtime. An an ambush predator, it always hides in plain sight, Mm. which is easy when you're 40 feet tall, and uh, sometimes mimics the voices of past victims to lure uh, potential prey. So in that story, it's entirely possible that uh, Siren Head had already killed my mom. Yeah, that was implied. And you. N- yeah, I was dead in that story. Boy, it really uh, it put a hurt on Connecticut. Yeah, it was, a, it was a dark story when you look back on it. Um, 
Inc uh, incident descriptions imply that there have been survivors of Siren Head attacks, and some of those victims have come to worship Siren Head. That, okay. I mean, Siren Head certainly very impressive. 40 feet tall might inspire a certain sense of awe. Yeah, it's godlike to some people, I, I would imagine, you know? Could be. Not to me. I wouldn't be like, oh, that looks like God. I'd be like, no, that's definitely a cryptid. <laughs> Gonna credit uh, Siren Head with uh, the miracle of Hanukkah. <laughs> you know what? Today I do. The first of eight days when Siren Head extended our oil supply. <laughs> I'm not 100% clear on the details of the story of Hanukkah. Well, the oil lasted eight days instead of the one it was supposed to because it was a miracle. Because of Siren Head. Right, because I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, the original picture of Siren Head was captured by a couple on vacation. Um, There's a picture of Siren Head? Excuse me? Yes. Do you have a link? Can I see Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I meant to send it to you. Just Google Siren Head. No, okay, don't. I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah, Google Siren Head and go to images. Okay. And I'll read, um, this, this was uh, how they captured the first picture, and it will sound familiar because this is where I got the idea for the story. Uh, a woman and her husband were on vacation scoping out graveyards because, you know, <laughs> I guess people yeah. do that. You know, some people do. Uh, rising out of the old cemetery, big as an old 40-foot telephone pole, um was this monstrous creature a woman the woman stepped out of the car and the megaphones on its head screeched to life and said nine eighteen one child seventeen vile remove and then it Jeez. jerked it jerked into motion jerked to life and started striding down the hill towards her all right i'm gonna describe this picture to our listeners yeah that's the picture that comes from that that story all right, so uh, if I, uh, it appears to be, yeah, I'm gonna say around thirty feet tall. Uh, well, it's forty two, feet tall, but whatever. Yeah, two uh, megaphones on top of a pole, pointing in opposite directions, <laughs> and very long, gangly, skeletal limbs, very drawn-looking, very long, clearly defined thumbs and hands. The thumbs are big, very important to the story. Yes, the thumbs are quite big. Uh, he's standing in a graveyard. Uh, beautiful day to visit the old boneyard if you're a goth. Uh, <laughs> enjoy it. Do only goths go to graveyards? Uh, goths and, and sad people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goths and people having literally the worst day of their life. Or just another horrible day visiting their loved one who is no longer... I hate death. What I, a horrible I, part of existence. Why does that have to be part of everything? It's really the worst thing that can happen to you. Whenever it's anybody starts talking about the, a fate worse than death, I, I, it's like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it just makes you sound dumb because it's like, oh, here, here's this wonderful world, enjoy it, and then we'll take it away from you forever. Yeah, uh, and you have, disappear, and you never have, existed. Yeah, nothing. Uh, you'll never experience another thing, another uh, laugh of a loved one, another uh, petting a dog on its side, another sunny morning where you've had a great breakfast. None of it. It's all gone. And everything you loved, and everything that loves you, disappears and is forgotten. Yep. Okay. So. So. Siren uh, Head. Yeah. 
you have any facts for me this week? Uh, well, let's get through its appearance first. Okay, okay. As you yeah. mentioned, it's got a very skeletal frame mm, uh, covered yeah. in dried, mummified flesh the color of rusty metal. Yeah. Uh, its limbs are disproportionately long and thin, uh, ending in huge bony hands. Big thumbs. Big thumbs. Um, some images depict Siren Head's speakers, the speakers on its head, as mm-hmm. <laughs> having toothy, lipless jaws and long, retractable tongues. Ugh. Ugh. I do not want to get eaten by Siren Head. We'll have to keep that possibility in mind for fight night. Yeah, it can lean down and eat you with its sirens, so... Uh, some photographs. And those sirens look like they're probably at least, I want to say, two feet around. Yeah, they're huge. So that's going to be some pretty big uh, choppers. Yeah, they're toothy, lipless jaws. I mean, those are those are like shark mouths. Yeah. Oof. So some photographs depict Siren Head as having multiple sirens or having a street street lamp in place of its head. Mm. Once again, that kind of seems like a different thing to me. Well, no, this implies that he has the ability to change his appearance or that there's a subspecies of Siren Head. Or there there was a subspecies. Or maybe there's just one of each and they're ancient enemies. Well, that's not what I found in my research. Okay. Uh, True to its name, Siren Head speakers can play various types of music. Mm. Uh, Air raid sirens, emergency Mm. broadcasts, and of course people. um, Tornado sirens? Yeah. We got a tornado siren test out here about once a week. That's scary. Every Monday at noon, the tornado sirens go off. It's only scary. What if there's a tornado at Monday at noon? Won't people not take it seriously? Yes, that is a legitimate danger. Okay. Uh, Siren head, this is interesting, might be packed with a loose cassette tape and tape recorder incorporated into its body. This This may explain how he captures the sounds of its victims. Okay, so he's got a giant Casio cassette recorder. He's like Teddy Ruxpin. Okay, so he's a 40-foot-tall, skeletal, evil Teddy Ruxpin. (laughs) Okay. I didn't think of it that way, but I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Yeah, now, okay, I'm getting it. It's a physical entity, but its appearance can vary uh, by the witness. Uh, Individuals Mm. see Siren Head slightly differently, although the anatomy is generally similar, you know, but sometimes Siren, sometimes Lamp Head. Okay, and are we we presupposing that there's, is this a unique creature, or is this a species? That that is, we'll get to that. That's a subject of some debate. Okay, okay, I like it. Uh, he's not a being of our reality, much different than mm. us, not limited... No, he's from the void. Right. Not limited by our laws of nature, constantly changing manifestation, um, and um, it, it it makes us wonder, and it is not known, how he came to have sirens in the dis- distant past before sirens were invented. Mm. If the laws... Probably of- the inventor of sirens saw Siren Head and was like, I should make those not... Ahead. Yeah, I should, I should, I should remove the monster and just use the invention. That, that's the how siren part looks useful. Actually, that's the most frustrating part about siren. Head. That's how TVs were invented. There was a cryptid called TV Head that used to kill people, and then, uh, well, no, yeah, I was just... so many inventions came about. Yeah, that Marconi sunglasses. saw Radiohead. Oh, that's a band, so that doesn't make as much sense. Uh, no, but what do you got? Uh, you got obviously Toaster Head. Toaster Head, yes. of course. Haribo Gummy uh, Bear Head. 
Yeah, back in the ancient days, you got uh, pulley head and uh, <laughs> lever head. Wheel head. Yeah, wheel and axle head. Fire uh, head. Archimedes screw head. <laughs> All the classics. Uh, <laughs> um, hold on. I got to find where... Oh, yes. Inclined plane head. All this information about where he could come from and all his powers uh, opens various theories about the creature. It's not known. Um, I, I already read that. But he, he could be an all-knowing being capable of <clears throat> interdimensional travel. Okay. That's one theory posited by experts of Siren Head lore. Experts are saying maybe he's has all knowledge... And can do anything. Yes. And so he chooses to be Siren Head. And he's actually the static form of his of an unfathomable supernatural entity. Okay, okay, like just uh, a portion of his consciousness that we can interact with in our dimension. Exactly. It's it sounds a little like it. Yeah, a little bit, or yeah, very uh, like a like an elder god from an H.P. Lovecraft situation. It, yeah, the, very much so. That's a great yeah. one. A uh, siren head was never human, and people cannot be turned into a siren head. Damn it. There goes my retirement plans. Uh, it is almost never spotted in populated areas, and um, there are conflicting reports on whether siren head is a lone being or an entire species. Okay. Unconfirmed... Has anyone seen more than one at once? No. Okay. Unconfirmed theories suggest it is the last of its kind, and so might have mm. a strong will to survive, and that could be part of its, like, you know, be, being so dangerous. It is possible that the entity developed its camouflage abilities. You know how it blends in and can be... Yeah, I, sometimes that just looks like a tornado siren pole. Right, in order to hide from an even more dangerous being that's hunting it, although this is, of course, not confirmed. So maybe it's being hunted by another intergalactic being. And, like, that, this is the last of the Siren Heads. Boy, I'd hate to see what that thing is. Maybe Siren Head's the real victim. Yeah, really. I mean, we don't know. Would you like some head facts? Hell yeah, give me some head facts. Human brains have enough memory to store all of the internet. Mm. Human brains can compute about uh, 1,018 operations per second. How mm. fast is that? About a billion, billion calculations every second. Wow. That is quite a few calculations. While computers use binary coding to make sense of the world, human brains use 26 types of codes. They can also store an astronomical one petabyte of data. Do you think it's a coincidence that there's 26 letters in the Roman alphabet? (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. Tell Michael Flynn. He'll make sense of it for you. Uh, number two, when you have an idea, a light bulb really could pop up above your head because the human brain can generate about 23 watts of power, which is enough to power a light bulb. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I just thought that Don't... was a fun fact. Yeah. Please do not attach a light bulb to my brain. Oh, we should do that. Find out when I'm thinking and when I'm just sort of sitting there. Yeah. So I know when you're working. They should do that to you at work. That'd be, that sounds like something Elon Musk would do to his employees. Yeah, yeah. As, just as soon as he finishes uh, killing all those monkeys that he tried to install brain devices into. Yeah, and naming um, different sections of his company racial slurs and making uh, all black people work in one section and uh, all Hispanic people work in another. 
Yeah, who would have thought that a South African emerald mine heir would come up with a solution like that? Yeah, I know. It really goes against the grain. Uh, number three, your brain burns calories. Mm. It's, it works out. On average, your body uh, uses around 1,500 calories a day in a resting state, and your okay. brain consumes 20% of those. That's roughly 300 calories a day and 12 calories a minute just thinking. My beautiful brain. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I love it. The more I think, the more calories I need to intake to maintain stasis. See, the more I think, the less I should eat because then maybe I have a chance at losing some weight. Well, unless you're thinking about how beautiful you are. That's true. I got to get in that Lizzo mode. I really got to get into that. Yeah, you need to find some big big dude. Big nose? No, I said big dude. Oh, I I think you just had a Freudian slip and said something anti-Semitic. Definitely not. I know, I'm just joking. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but yeah, you need to find some big dude inspo out there. Big, now I'm a big dude? Yeah, you're a big dude. Like I'm a, like, like a, like big girl? Like that kind of thing? <laughs> no, like you're a big dude. But like, like you keep on saying Like big boy? No, like a big dude. Like if you saw me on the street, would you be like, hey, look, there's the fat guy. I don't know. I have not seen your entire body in, I want to say, a decade. Do you want me to stand up? Yeah, stand up. Let's Hold get on. a good look at you. You want me to take my shirt off? That's okay. That's weird okay. to do in front of a webcam. Yeah. What do you think? You look totally normal. Oh, stop it. It's true. You look like a totally normal dude. Okay, well, then you're not looking closely. All right, let's see here. Um... We're going to get into uh, the personality of Mr. Sirenhead. Yes, tell me about his likes and dislikes. That'll be perfect for when we're figuring out our first date. He likes uh, VH, sealed VHS. Okay. No, no, he's, a, he's an aggressive and skilled predator. Uh, mm. Not above fooling people with their friends' voices, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also blocks out the screams of its devoured victims with other sounds in order to prevent anyone from coming to the victim's aid. Mm, like noise-canceling headphones. Right, exactly, but for murder. Okay. Smart. It's <laughs> too damn smart. It is. It, it, I mean, it has a lot of abilities that are going to be hard to overcome in Fight Night. Mm. I'm getting nervous. It's also going to have the reach with those long ass limbs. Oh yeah, it's forty feet tall with with long. But yeah, but they're gaunt. Oh yeah, but they're still going to be able to generate a lot of power with speed. You're right. Uh, while weapons are not known to work well on Siren Head, its mm. need to conceal its attacks and generally elusive behavior imply that there may be ways of harming it or at least interrupting its activity. Okay. So it does okay, have so. weaknesses. Yeah. If it was, if it didn't have weaknesses, it wouldn't need to disguise itself. It would just walk around terrorizing all of us all the time. One of the later possible sightings of Siren Head includes a news story describing the aftermath of an unusual, never-before-seen uh, killing tactic. For mm. unknown reasons, Siren Head chose to kill many of the people in a whole town by bursting their eardrums and soft tissues. It is not known whether Siren Head produced a specific sound to cause such an effect or if it simply made noises that were loud enough to do so. Many of the residents were left behind and not taken by Siren Head, suggesting that he had uh, started killing large groups of humans for no further purpose than killing them. 
Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. Is Siren Head giving us all Havana syndrome? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, he looks equipped. Because it he's sounds... equipped to do it. Have we? Do we know if he's been in Havana? Uh, no, I have no reports of him being in in Havana, but um, okay, he's certainly equipped to, you know. I still want to check his alibi. Yeah, I mean, I I'm open to the idea. I'm not shutting it down, but uh, you okay. know, I, you know, I'm open to every conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, as you should be, because it's crazy times. They're all true. They, yeah, I mean, how can you? How can I mean? You know, facts. I mean, who needs them? Uh, power. No, what we need is truth. Well, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> forget facts. We need. We just need. We need what you feel is the truth. Um, yeah. Powers and abilities. Okay. Mimicry, of course. Yeah, classic. Strength. He's extremely powerful due to his size, and he can break mm. trees in half and uh, various other heavy objects at will. Okay. He's got speed. Remember, mm. he moved. He was very agile when he started running towards the couple in the cemetery. Mm, yeah. With those long limbs, that speed's going to be really dangerous. Yeah, and he can like just break into a run out of nowhere, you know, from like, and you don't even know. You could be like, oh, look at that telephone pole, and all of a sudden it's running after you. Oof. Uh, stealth. Okay. Uh, he's. Some say that he's a stronger moving relative of trees. They say he's a stronger moving relative. I don't know what of that trees. means. Which is the reason means, why he can blend inside of a forest well. It's because he's stronger than trees, and he's moving. And he's a related. He's to a trees. relative of trees. Yeah, I don't. So he might be plant based. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, um, and he's also got a Casio cassette player in his stomach. That I believe. That is. He's. Te- I love the Teddy Ruxpin theory. And I, I'm going to say right now, one possible theory that is on the table is someone put a magical cassette recorder in a tree. Oh. And it brought the tree to life. That's, I like that. That's got the Teddy Ruxpin, the evil, the magic. It's got everything. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, Siren Head can also, this is demon-like, can also cling to ceilings to make his mm. body blend in with the wires and look like a PA system. That's what it says. But would obviously, would have to cling to the ceiling in a room that's at least 40 feet across. Well, I don't know if he can adjust his size. I mean, he could be an interdimensional being. He he's a shapeshifter. He's a shapeshifter. What, yeah. What's the range of shapes he can shift I, to? The next sentence, transformation is another ability. Siren Head is a shapeshifter. Being able to transform his head into functioning sirens and street lights, he can disguise himself as any size object from a piece wow. of home furnishing that he did once to kidnap a family of four. Okay. So he could be my chair right now. He, you're, let me see your chair. No, that's not him. Okay, no sirens, so that's right. the first one. Yeah, no, I, I, I've, I, well, I did a lot of the, the research this week, so I, I feel like I'd be able to tell. Yeah. Although that yeah, wire behind you, know you is suspicious. That's fair. Yeah. Just is it? Could it be my sex swing? Yeah. <laughs> if you had a, se- you should get a sex swing, whether you use it or not, just to have it up behind you. Like, just that would just kill me if I saw that be like swinging behind you. Yeah, but boy, with inflation these days. Oh yeah. I don't know if I have that kind of money to. Yeah, for throw that on that yeah that joke is probably not worth it these days. Um, 
Disguise is his last mm. ability. Um, he can disguise himself as pieces of urban detritus. Detritus? Detritus, is it? That's how I've always said that. I, I, I've gone with detritus, but I was wrong on another word the other day. My dad said um, it's primer, not primer, when you write up like a, like a little thing to get someone ready for a meeting or something. Hmm. I'll take his word for it. Yeah, I, I would too. say primer. I would have said primer, but apparently I was but very then wrong. Also, I might be thinking of uh, what I spray on models before I paint them. That's primer. Yeah. Siren Head, this is interesting. Siren Head can pop its limbs in toward its body, extend okay. its midsection, cover its arms with wires, and disguise itself as a telephone pole, remaining motionless for weeks. Okay. I mean, so that's just a detailed description of it shape-shifting into a telephone pole. Right. That's how it actually... That's how it, it would involve popping its lips. So its transformations are somewhat physical. Yeah. Well, well I mean, like no, it can also... A cloud of gas. No, no, it can also shape-shift. Okay. That's just how it does the trick with the telephone pole. That's its, like, main trick. You know, like, that's okay. its, like, go-to. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. Yeah. I, th- I think... Okay, here are some uh, here are some um, people who have found themselves on the wrong side of Siren Head. Mm, Vin Diesel. <laughs> is that why he probably is the not. way he is? <laughs> probably not. He's probably never. You know, you wouldn't want to cross Vin in the family. What are you talking about? Siren Head would destroy him. Uh, July sixteenth, nineteen ninety-five. Chad Gwicki is found mm. wandering the woods of Tanyard Creek in West Arkansas. He's okay. admitted with minor injuries, and when questioned, he claims his friends were killed by something huge striding through the trees that mimicked their voices. Mm. Wow. I'd hate to be killed by something mimicking my own voice. How would it sound? Hey, get over here. I'm going to kill you. And what would you say? You can't escape me. Are you it's me? me. Hmm? What would you ask it? Are, are, are you me? Like, why do I know? Do I sound like that? <laughs> that guy sounds like what I think I sound like. Is that me? <laughs> Is that Siren Head? I bet it's Siren Head. Uh, a family oh, of four went missing from their suburban home on a Thursday night with no signs of a break-in. Neighbors mm. reported the disappearance. Except for a hole punched right through the roof yeah. by a long, gangly limb. <laughs> Um, neighbors reported this disappearance when they saw the backyard patio door was left open. Um, and no one answered the front door. Uh, the rash of disappearance it had two commonalities. It was always people walking the side streets on their way home from work, from some social outing. It was always dark by the time uh, people started wondering where they were. It was always past when the street lights came on. So maybe that has to do with something because the street lights come on and he can do the lamp head thing. Mm, yeah, when the street lights are coming on, that's when you want to use your lamp head disguise. Um, uh, there was another siren head photo that you can find, uh, that you guys can all find online. Uh, visitors at a motel uh, dismissed this huge thing outside the hotel that they hadn't seen earlier as a piece of grotesque statue art. Um, okay. And then not knowing that its appearance preceded uh, a murder and disappearance later that night. Mm. That's a shame. So now um, is when Shibble is going to play sounds that come from Siren Head. 
Oh, we've got some Siren Head recordings, eh? Yes, we do. All right. So the first sound that you're going to play when you edit it in is the official EAS sound, which the entity has been heard using on multiple occasions. Uh, the audio uh, is... Uh, you can also hear it in The Purge, <laughs> uh, incidentally. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a classic. So hit me with that one, Shibble. Oh, I've, I've been listening to it this entire time. And I'll probably just play it, like, real low under our conversation. Oh, okay. And then... Yeah, that is... That uh, is a... Uh, that's your classic emergency warning signal. Yeah, he's known to use that. And that, you know what? That that can be scary. I mean, think of what the connotation is and what it evokes. Yeah, it gets your attention, that's for sure. Now, the next sound that I'd like you to play, Shibble, uh, was right, recorded March 28th, 1999 in Belgrade, Serbia. I have a friend named Anna who lives in, uh, not your wife, because she doesn't live in Serbia. Um, no, no, my wife lives with me. Yeah, she lives in Wichita. Yeah. Um, but hello. Okay, I'm listening to uh, the Bulgarian sounds right now. Uh, Serbian. Serbian. Uh, the entity heard all over the suburban regions of the city. Uh, over 100 residents were affected with severe hearing loss. One person reported seeing what looked like an out-of-place siren on a hill near a graveyard. Ten minutes before the sounds began. Mm. Yeah, I could see this sound being genuinely off-putting. This is a truly unsettling siren sound. Okay, so next we will move to a sound from Siren Head recorded in 2010 in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, here we go. Mul I'm listening to it now. Multiple witnesses called in the Chicago Police Department when a tornado siren started blaring unexpectedly at night, seemingly from the direction of Willow Springs Woods. When mm. the police department arrived at the scene, the sound had stopped and the source could not be located. You know, I like this one the most. This one's real spacey. Is it? Yeah, it, uh, I mean, it definitely sounds like a malfunctioning siren, but it also sounds like if you were to drop a sweet drum loop over this and started chopping and screwing it, you'd get something going. Why don't you do that? Uh, we'll see how lazy I am. <laughs> and last but not least, we have this sound from Siren Head, recorded August 28, 2018 in Wire, Austria. Between uh, 324 and 326. So I'm going to guess at 325. Don't you think? Yeah, that, that sounds right between 324 and 3. Although, this is this one is a minute and a half long. So that could just be the literal exact time. Oh, you're right. Recorded. Yeah. But, you know, the way they explained it, it was a good joke. The sound originated from a forest on the outskirts of the town. When investigated in the afternoon, authorities found an empty tent and two wallets. Both wallets still have their contents along with IDs, one belonging to Joaquin Mueller and the other to Bruno Kofler. Both were residents of Wire and both were reported missing, never to be found. And this one, there's some announcements going on. It's not just siren noises. That's an interesting distinction. And especially, it seems like maybe Siren Head is learning. Yeah, I, it, he he picks up new things. I, I think that's definitely true, and new broadcast signals and new voices. He definitely learns. Yeah, scary stuff. Very scary. You ready for some more facts? Head facts? Yeah, hit me up with some head facts. Well, your brain is very fat. It's true. 
Uh, 60% of the human brain is made of fat. Mm. Not only does that make it the fattiest organ in the human body, but these fatty acids are crucial for your brain's performance. Yeah, it's true. Uh, fat lines uh, nerve casings. Yep. Uh, and yeah, you want to. That's one of the symptoms. If you don't get enough fat in your diet, you can get something called the rabbit starvation, uh, which will uh, end up causing nerve damage. Wow. I did not know that. That's a great fact. Thank you. Fact number five. Of course, 18 year olds should have assault rifles. Uh, your brain is not fully formed until age 25. Mm. Brain development begins from the back of the brain and works its way to the front. Therefore, your frontal mm-hmm. lobes, which control planning and reasoning, are the last to strengthen and structure connections. Yeah, and boy, that's going to come in any day now. <laughs> I'm pretty amped up. You're excited for your frontal lobe? I'm really excited for that frontal lobe. I'm going to figure out what I need to do with my life, <laughs> and I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to execute that plan, baby. You're, I'm waiting for my wisdom teeth. You're waiting for your frontal lobe? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, number six, you can save a lot of porn on your brain's hard drive. Perfect. Your brain's storage capacity is considered virtually unlimited. Mm. Research suggests the human brain consists of about 86 billion neurons. Each neuron forms connections to other neurons, which could add up to one quadrillion connections. Over time, these neurons combine, increasing storage capacity. Boy, my fabulous brain. Yeah, brains are so, like, super freaking cool, right? They're very impressive. A marvel of evolution. So, we are done... With Siren Head at this point, and I think we can move on to some of our favorite parts of the show. Yes, because I gotta tell you, this whole Siren Head situation, this thing sounds crazy. But can it love? A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. So romantic, and this might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it love? Can Siren Head love? Can it love? Can it love? Can it love? Can it love? love? Alright, so it's a 40 foot tall emanation from the void and i gotta say we didn't hear a lot about what the void is uh that's because uh, i don't believe anyone knows okay it's just from somewhere else that has been called the void right of course uh well i gotta say that i haven't heard it say i haven't heard you say much about it being a loving being it doesn't sound like it can love i disagree Tell me about it. Expand I say it. yes. I say it can love because we just don't. 
understand enough about Siren Head to know how he loves. Okay. Because he's an interdimensional, like, intergalactic demigod. We don't know how his gooey parts work, you know? I assume it's since true. he's a sentient life form, he must have or or have had at some point the ability to love. It's possible, although if he contains all knowledge and was originally... If, well, who knows what happened along that journey? And who knows whether or not something that literally knows everything can love? But he was innocent at birth, no? Uh, I mean, we haven't heard much about the conditions of his birth. Aren't all things innocent at birth? Boy, are demons innocent at birth? That is, oh my god, you're. Uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I really don't know how to answer. I want to ask the Winchesters that. Perfect. Yes, get them on here, old Sammy and Dino. So, where would you take Siren Head on a first date? My first date. All right, we're gonna have to be outdoors. Yeah, he's 40 feet tall, absolutely. Yeah, he is not going to fit into most indoor Oh, but he can he places. can switch. He can he's a shapeshifter. You know what I'd do? What? Let's go to a Chiefs game. <laughs> you know, he could really get the crowd going, <gasps> get some chants going with his siren head. And he's kind of like, you know those things at car dealerships that wiggle in the wind? Yeah, yeah, he could definitely be a great way to start a wave. Yeah. Oh, he'd be yeah. great at a sports game. That's really smart. Yeah, we'd have a really fun afternoon, I think. I I would take him to a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Because how funny would it be if he, like, played back the worker's voice? Yeah. And, and like, repeat... <laughs> <laughs> may I take your order? And he would just be like, may I take your order? <laughs> and he could repeat like the last ten people's orders and like in really mess. I just think it would be like like a really rich territory for jokes if you brought him to the drive-through. And also, you can eat good Got stuff. It. So your first date with Sirenet is going to be being cruel to fast food workers. Yes, and well, and also eating. Okay, and also yeah, grabbing a little bite. Yeah, we're gonna we're and we'll tip the guy. You know, we're not gonna just we're not doing it to be cruel. We're just having a little fun. I mean, yeah. how often do you have get a to have fun, a, have a little Carl's Jr.? Yeah, I well, I was thinking Arby's. Oh yeah, there you go. Got to get that big Montana. I was thinking Popeyes. I got to be honest. Ooh yeah, love that chicken from Popeyes. That, that brought ho- to you by Popeyes. Oh really? Brought to you by the hot chicken. If you guys want to send us something, send me the hot chicken. Uh, Shibs, we've talked about whether it can love, but can Siren Head fuck? That sounds crazy, but can fuck? Boy, I mean, the way you describe it, long and lean, with him there ain't no in-between, I'm gonna say, this dude fucks. I don't know, man. I think it depends if he's a species or a one-off. I mean, it's true. Well, what what are, what's the argument in favor of species? That that um, people have seen different kinds of siren heads and lamp heads, and like so, there could be different variations, and there's a whole bunch of them. But then, and how how far spread are these reports? All over, world all over, worldwide. Are- Worldwide, we've got Siren. Yes. Yeah, you mentioned some from Eastern Europe. You mentioned some from America. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. That that kind of spread 
seems indicative of more than one being. Well, but when you're dealing with a shapeshifter and an intergalactic being, I mean, he can appear yeah. anywhere. I mean, like you know, like Candyman can appear in a mirror in in Lithuania, and and then appear yeah. in Chicago in th- three seconds. You know? Yeah, because kids around the world are doing the TikTok Candyman challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say, yeah. Well, when I look at uh, Siren Head, just my gut says. That guy fucks. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna. He's putting out that vibe. I'm gonna go with you on this, and I'm gonna say that he does because I I, I really don't have a strong enough opinion. So I think we're gonna move it along to right. fight night. Fight night. Um, Shibble, Fight Night, number one. Siren Head versus how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's? Damn, that's one big mother. Oh, Shaq. Nice to see Uh, you. Happy to be here, though I'm not happy to be fighting that big mother. You usually have a size advantage. Not this time. This time, I feel like I'm Sharika Panda, <laughs> and this guy's Shaq. The shoe's on the other foot. I like how you brought in a cryptid reference. The giant shoe. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, 40 feet tall, but possibly with two two-foot-wide mouths. Very gaunt, no though. Very gaunt. Very gaunt, but very fast and very strong. Skeletal. Well... But I don't think that's going to... It's not impacting his power, because you said specifically he was strong. He's strong, but, I mean, Shaq is also very strong, vulnerable? and I mean, if he... He's not 40 foot tall strong. Yeah, but then again, Sean Bradley was 7 foot 7 and was about a third as strong as Shaq, who was 7 foot 1. 7 foot 7 is very different. I'm just saying, he was taller and a third as strong, so it's just an example. So, I'm just saying, this motherfucker's 40 feet tall. Alright, so maybe we should do it... No, no, we have to do it with him. I'm going to say you're going to need like 20 shacks. I don't think so. I think you're going to have to swarm... Because I don't think they're going to be able to knock him down. I think they can... I think if you have a shack run full speed, two shacks at the same time run full speed into opposite sides of his legs, you could break his leg. I mean, you also said that he's very fast. No, I said is he's he, agile. He I said he's agile. You said he's agile. Is he superhumanly agile? No, he's just agile. Like, more agile than you would imagine for a light pole. Got it. More agile than uh, Shaq? No. Okay. Less agile than Shaq. Prime That's... Shaq, especially. Prime Shaq, he was, he was good on his feet. They say. Never hit the jumpers, but he was good on his feet. He had a good jump hook. And he never hit the free throws, but he was good on his feet. Yeah, good on his feet. You've got it now. Uh, so I'm going to say, uh, okay, less than 20. But God, 40 feet. That is so fucking... That is almost six shacks tall. 
So, I, yeah, I'm going to say at least eight. I'm going to go with I, I say eight is, sounds fine. I was going to say less than ten. Okay, let's go with eight. All right. Uh, Siren Head versus White Noise Soundmaker Head. Okay. Well, Siren Head can also make white noise, as we've established. Oh, that ruins it. Forget it. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Siren Head's got more tricks. Siren Head versus Soundproof Headman. Okay, so Soundproof Headman's head is soundproof. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he also 40 feet yes. tall and super strong? Yep. Okay. Well, Siren Head does have two mouth full of sharp teeth. Oh, yeah. So, Siren Head's going to have the edge on that one. Okay. Um, Siren Head versus Chiron Head, uh, which co- it's a screen that constantly scrolls depressing political news. Okay. Uh, that's, boy, that could get anybody down. That also sounds very similar to Twitter Head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say... Uh, Mm, yeah, I'll put this one on Chiron Head. Okay. Um, Siren Head versus Machine Head, the band. I only remember uh, Machine Head, uh, the uh, song by Bush. Oh, that's what it is. It's not a band. It's a song. Yeah, Forget it's a it. song about a, a robot getting its dicks up. All right, so versus Bush. <laughs> okay, versus Bush. Uh, boy, I don't know... Uh, that's Gavin Rossdale, right? Or something? Rosdale, yeah. Uh, the ex-Mr. Gwen Stefani. He messed that up. Don't speak. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he tried and failed at having an acting career. Did he? Uh, so, uh, yeah, he was in... Uh, Turbulence 5? The, he was in Constantine. Was he? He was in a couple episodes of Burn Notice. Who was he in Constantine? Uh, Devil, a devil, a demon... A bad guy. Oh, that's friends with Constantine. Oh, I I've seen that movie a lot, and I don't remember him. Yeah, he's does not make a lot of impression. He was not a great actor. Yeah, I'm gonna put this one on Siren Head. Siren Head versus Mike Lindell in Withdrawal, and Mike Lindell has a knife and believes that Siren Head has crack implanted in his chest. You know, I'm going to say Siren Head's reach is just going to be too big an obstacle for even a crack-desperate Mike Lindell to overcome. Yes, you are absolutely He's correct. He's not going to be able to close the gap. He would beat beat him to death. You're absolutely right. Uh, Siren Head versus Star Jelly and mm. Six Night Watcher Pants. Six Night Watcher Pants? Night Watchers, but they're pants. Oh, oh, oh. You mean, uh, yeah. Nightcrawlers. Nightcrawlers. Fresno Nightcrawlers. Oh, yes. So, Star Jelly, a lot of Star Jelly in six Nightcrawlers. Uh, I'm going to put this one on old Siren Head. Uh, the Fresno Nightcrawlers and Star Jelly do not have a lot of offensive capabilities. I, I disagree. All right. How do they get them? I think the Nightcrawlers, he's so freaked out by seeing pants walking around that he's so, like, he's just, all of his attention is taking up in the Star Jelly hops on his back and takes over because I think I think Star Jelly is sentient and can kind of take over your mind I think that's one of the powers that certainly happened in the Star Jelly story it really that's where I got it from then okay so well we have um, Siren Head versus the STD from It Follows 
Okay, the one that uh, killed you unless you banged somebody else? Yes. Well, as we've established, Siren Head fucks. Right, that's the problem. So he's going to be able to pass that right along, no problem. Okay, Siren Head versus Goatman in a battle of mimicry. Ooh. Goatman, I'm going to say, is going to have a slight advantage in that his sounds will not be coming from 40 feet into the air. <laughs> uh, what will he so, say? Uh, oh, oh, Siren Head. <laughs> it's me, Mrs. Siren Head, <laughs> your mother. <laughs> Come join me on the trestle. <laughs> and what will Siren Head say back? No, it's me, Mrs. Goatman. It's me, Chris Anderson. <laughs> Siren Head's not here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm in the sky. Last but not least, we have Siren Head versus mm. a 10-year-old with oppositional defiance disorder if mm. he were 40 feet tall with a helmet and club. Okay. Boy, the thing is, I'd want that kid to fight Siren Head, so he wouldn't. Siren Head takes it. Okay, good. Kids with ODD can be annoying. Boy, and there we have it. Fight Night. I love Fight uh, Night. Fight Night's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, but let me tell you, it's also pretty frightening. It is frightening. I see your, I see your face on the screen, and I can see that you're scared. Listeners, if you could see me, I am pale, I am drawn, uh, so I look pretty normal, but (laughs) you can see uh, through that to the fear underneath. Uh, And I just got to know. He's pale, drawn, skinny. He looks a lot like Siren Head. Is Siren Head real? Um, Is real? (gasps) Check it, Bavakasha. Hey! Hey! Um, is Siren Head real? Well, this is actually very complicated, Chibble. Okay. Uh, not at all. Okay. Not real. Yes. Just not real. No. Just not real. Uh, just completely fictional monster created by one Mr. Trevor Henderson. Okay, so you're telling me that there's not a 40-foot-tall, shape-shifting god that knows everything that is, uh... That chooses to appear as... As a lamppost. As a lamppost, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tre- okay. Trevor I Henderson. I mean, I'm surprised, but <laughs> just a figment of Trevor Henderson's imagination. Credit to him for creating Siren Head. Kudos to you, Trevor Henderson, for discovering the truth about Siren Head. Uh, the creature is one of many monsters in Trevor's found footage style art, uh, including the cartoon cat, the bridge worm, the long horse, and cartoon dog. I don't, Boy, I don't, I don't know about cartoon great. cat and cartoon dog. I mean, maybe we're going for just like simple. What's his name? Trevor Henderson. Yes. Let me take a look at some of his work. Yeah, I mean, he sounds creative. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. These things are cool. He's making some cool work. Yeah. Uh, give some give a, give him stuff. a give him a uh, shout out on his Instagram or something on his something. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely. Uh, yeah. He's. Instagram is his first uh, thing when you pull him up on the old Google machine. So he's out there. Well, say, say his out, Instagram. Uh, it is... Uh, I just closed that browser. Uh, at Trevor Henderson. Oh, okay. I could have guessed that. And that's uh, S-O-N, not S-E-N, like Shibble's name. 
Um, yes. Of course, Siren Head has also been the subject of multiple video games now. The most mm. popular being a short horror game inde independently developed by Modus Interactive with the permission of Trevor. Okay. The game was created in 2018 for a PlayStation-themed game jam and gained a huge popularity in 2020 after being showcased by uh, huge gaming YouTubers like PewDiePie. Oh, that racist piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, isn't he? He's, he's like a, a racist guy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my understanding, is that he is... He is racist. Yeah. Okay. Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, and Siren Head was also included in a popular Fallout 4 mod called Whispering Hills. Boy, Fallout 4 mods. <laughs> do you know any? What is? Do you know any? Do you know what Fallout is? Yeah, I've played. A, I've played one Fallout. I can't remember. Which I don't one. even know what Fallout is. I, what's a mod? That's yeah, a pretty fun game. What is a mod? A mod is uh, like you download stuff that alters the game. Oh, like uh, downloadable content. Like uh, more like a hack, like they're normally user created. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, so someone made a thing with Siren Head in it called Whispering Hills, and everyone downloaded it. Yeah, they made like a, their own little world or area or whatever. Well, Shibble, can I tell you something? Yes. That was Siren Head. Oh my God, boy! And it looks like I see it. We're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. We are, Uncle Monster. Are you giving us the red light? I'm giving you the red light. That's enough. <laughs> and what are we going to do until next week? I mean, like, what, what, how are we going to occupy our time? You're going to occupy your time by watching a movie. What movie? Crimes of the Future by David Cronenberg. I like David Cronenberg. It's in theaters, or it was when this was recorded. <laughs> and it's about how surgery is the new sex. Surgery is the new sex? Surgery is the new sex! I said it! Is that really what it is? Yeah, it stars Viggo Mortensen <laughs> and Kristen Stewart. What the hell kind of... Okay, well, thank you, Uncle Monster. That's an excellent... Uh, recommendation and I, I five stars <laughs> yeah it sounds great um, what about you Uncle Monster 2 what have you been watching lately oh I saw horrible two movies I oh good I watched two I watched one called Exorcist the Beginning mm. and if anything didn't need a prequel it's the Exorcist oh but where are you going to learn about the origins of priesthood and Pazuzu um, oh, the classic Babylonian demon. Uh, and and I think they made three different versions and, and and ended up with this piece of shit. I remember there were two Exorcist prequels that came out relatively close to one another. I want to say in like the mid-aughts. And one of them was by William Friedkin. And one of them wasn't. And neither of them were very good. You all right there, brother? I got some in my throat. Take your time. <coughs> Sounds like Uncle Monster 2's only got one recommendation for oh, you. Oh, also... <laughs> I'm just joking. Yes, yeah, so don't watch Exorcist the Beginning or... <coughs> fuck it. Go ahead, Shimmel. Yeah, just the one is Yeah, fine. the one's good. Especially when we're recommending movies not to watch. Well, that's, that that's, that's Uncle Monster 2's thing long. now. Uncle Monster 2 recommends movies not to watch. Oh, good. And I'm glad he can't keep it to one. Yeah. And we're glad that you guys tuned in this week. 
And thank you for following us on social media. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram uh, at Uncle Monster Six on Instagram at Uncle Monster Pod on Twitter. And of course, you can find this episode and bonus episodes uh, on our Patreon. Also at Uncle Monster Six, including a lot of bonus content that is incredibly fun, and we put a lot of a lot of work into, and we, and we really have a, a good time doing it. We think you'll have a good time listening to it. And so, yeah, thank you, and thank you for liking and subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend about Uncle Monster. Thank you for tuning in. We love and you until, guys, but until next yeah. time, there's just one one last thing you can do for us. <gasps> Don't, Don't get, get spooked. spooked.